I have like ten dollars in change to purchase this This is a mistake. I'm just gonna sit here and drink my water. <laughs> Martha Ellen had a night. Yeah, I did have a night. I realize I don't really like bars. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I'm not crazy about bars. Yeah, it's, I hate being somewhere that's dark and you can't hear the people talking. When I yeah. can't hear, if I can't hear the people I'm talking to, I'd rather not be yeah. there. Like the back patio last night was like my dream bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. patio with all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm anywhere Someone else, providing the alcohol. Yeah. No, you don't have to pay anything. <laughs> yeah. Dream. <laughs> I never thought I never thought I would be the person to have social anxiety. I really do have it. Yeah. When it comes to like big crowds like that, I can be talking me and you, but I'm always looking at the people behind you. Like, yeah, I like, get really distracted. Yeah, by it, all the individuals. So I could go to a bar by myself and just people watch. Oh yeah, and yes. not Speak to yeah. anybody, yeah. and that's great. Yeah. Um, still get a little overwhelmed, but I don't know. I just tend to go out more than I <laughs> mean to. That's okay. I think I just also have like bad FOMO. Like I don't like missing out on stuff. Yeah. See, I have the opposite of that. Yeah. I think I spent so much of my life missing out on everything that I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Like if there's an opportunity, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Um, And I feel like I've, it's helped me socially and it's helped me meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's been beneficial, but yeah, I need to be better at it. I grew up being more of an extrovert. And the older I get, the more introverted I mm-hmm. get, which isn't a bad thing. No, but it's not. It also has hindered me from meeting a lot of really cool people that are at bars. Yeah. Or are, you know, out doing whatever. Yeah. Money is also a factor. Yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> the thing that is um, definitely a factor, too. But yeah. if you go out and you're, it's late enough... Yeah, you don't really, pay, you, you don't, don't care, pay. and sometimes you don't pay for your drinks, yeah. so. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that night I got really drunk. Oh, my God, I have a story. Because <laughs> I was going to come meet you and your sister, but then I was like, I was like, I already don't know anybody else that's going to be there. I'm going to skip it. okay, I didn't either. It. Yeah. Well, so, started out there at 5 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Settle in. Yeah. Um. This is like what, like a month, yeah, it had a month and a half like ago. A month ago yeah. um, <laughs> but started out at Kaba. I bought one beer and then had two beers, so three beers there. Yeah. This night I did keep count. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, then I went to a friend's going away party and had two beers there, um, and I stayed there for like an hour. And then I went and met my sister at uh, Woolworth, and. Um, that place was very interesting. I am completely fine with never going there again. The beneficial side to it was I really didn't pay for my drinks uh-huh. because it's just f- so full of frat guys. Yes. Yeah. It was it was like Lakeview <laughs> in <Caroline's> dream. <laughs> it is her dream. It's like I literally walked in, I was like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. <laughs> um frat dudes make me weak in the knees. <laughs> <laughs> they make me sick in my stomach. <laughs> To each their time. Um, no, that's that's extreme. But um, I, so I got there and went straight to the bar to get a drink. And there's these two 
so drunk, probably 22-year-old dudes, Mm -hmm. and they cannot figure out what they want to drink. And I'm behind a girl who is bleach blonde, skin-tight clothes, like, thinks she owns the world. And she is pissed at these guys in front of her. And she keeps turning around, and she's like, these boys, they don't know what the hell they want. Like, I cannot stand this anymore. Come on, hurry up, and doing, like, all these hand motions. And she keeps turning back to me, and then she's there's a girl sitting at the bar, and she keeps turning to her, and she's like, boys, am I right? Like, they never know what they want. And <laughs> so these kids finally get their drinks, and then one of them buys shots, and he hands he tries to hand it to the other guy, And the dude's like, no, he's like shaking his head. Like, I don't want that. So he turns around to the girl who's been bitching for the last like 10 minutes about them. And she takes a shot and then she goes, okay, hurry up. Come on, go, go, go. (laughs) (laughs) And then they move on and she turns around to me and she goes, honey, what do you want? I'm going to buy you a drink because you understand me. I'm like, yes, Yes, (laughs) I do understand you. I should have gotten a nicer drink. I just got a beer because I was already drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shut, damn it. Should have gotten like something good. Yeah. Um, then I went and found my sister. And uh, then I w- went to the bar later to get us drinks and forgot I hadn't started a tab because Blondie downstairs had bought my drink. Mm-hmm. So I walk up to the bar, I order drinks, and I turn around and there's these just fratty dudes in all their vests and everything and one guy swings his arm up and hits my drink and it flies out of my hand and onto his friend and then all of them were like oh and he goes let me buy another one let me buy another one and so he turned back around to the bar and the girl goes I'm sorry I can't find your tab and I was like that's so weird and I literally could not remember remember that it didn't have a tab yeah. and the guy goes I'll just buy them both like refill that one I'll buy I'll buy everything so I walked back over to my sister and was like, free drinks. <laughs> and then I did buy one drink there. So I had two beers and then I switched to whiskey. Um, and then we walked over to Black Market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the progression of this, like. It's just real it's, bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at Black Market, I got two or three more beers <laughs> and three shots. <laughs> We're 13 drinks in. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't pay for any of those. That's good. Yeah. This is good. Um, this is a good my night. My sister bought me one of them, and uh-huh. then I don't know who else bought the rest. People just kept saying, let's buy shots. And I was like, I don't want them. <laughs> I, don't wa- I don't do shots. I hate shots. Uh-huh. Those get you messed up. But right. And I can't really take them very well. Yeah. So... At one point, my sister's very drunk, too. Um, (laughs) There's this guy sitting at the bar that was... Okay, so it was my sister's friends and then her husband's friends. Two drastically different groups. But it was one friend's birthday, and then my sister invited her friends, and they just tagged along. So it was like, no one really knew each other. um, But they all were pretty similar. All kind of, like, went to Alabama or were high school friends or something like that. Anyway, so there's this guy... (laughs) And my sister looks at him and she goes, and he was a part of the group. Um, and she goes, are you single? Cause my sister's single. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes, yes, I am. And she goes, okay. <laughs> she goes, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm 
left us. Both of us were pretty drunk at this point. And <laughs> we're just like kind of talking a little bit. And then at one point he just looks at me, shrugs his shoulders, and then just kisses me. <laughs> and I like kind of shrugged my shoulders too. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> So we start making out. Okay. She is now at the bar. 15 drinks in yeah. and still has not blacked out yet. Nope. Which says nope. a lot. Is yep. making out with a stranger, but uh, not, not blacked yeah, out. No. A single stranger. Yes. That's good. Made yes. sure. Yeah. Um, These days it's hard. It is. A lot True. of married strangers Just trying to make out. Make out with anybody. And you're like, oh. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know who you are. <laughs> You know. <laughs> so, uh, we're like over the bar, make it out at Black Market. <laughs> so trashy. That is the, yeah. the trashiest thing I've heard in like the past mm, week. But yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty trashy, Martha Ellen. I know. I hope you felt shame when I you woke did. up. I felt shame. Uh. <laughs> It gets worse. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> at one point, and Claire, like, we stopped and we, like, talked, and, like, it wasn't just full on make out the whole time. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant even your sister stopped and talked. <laughs> no. I was done with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the guy's friends apparently looks over, and my sister's standing near her, and she's like, who is his name? He's just like, who in the world is making out with? And Claire goes, that's my sister. (laughs) 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 She was so happy. And she was so happy because she made it happen. (laughs) That's my sister. I'm dead. That's so good. Just wait. Okay. Sorry. I'm thinking this story's over. Well, he kept kept going. He was like, we're not having sex tonight. We are not going to have sex tonight. I am going to respect you. We're not having sex tonight. I was like, okay, we're not going to do that. That's fine. Yeah. And um, anyway, so he just kept saying it and then he, apparently he took my sister outside at one point <laughs> and told her because <laughs> I'm going to respect your sister Jeez. and I'm not going to do anything that's disrespectful <laughs> and <laughs> he's just going to motorboat you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, all of like my sister's friends, everyone, everyone was like, I've never seen Martha Ellen or this guy so drunk ever. Okay. And doing stuff like that, like out in public. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then everyone's like, I'm so hungry. Let's go get food. And so we were going to walk to Owls. This is that not is, a group of... doesn't compute. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Um, first of all, very long. Second, that that was just... Someone was like, I want chicken fingers. And so... Yeah. Owls. Um, but it was closed because there was a private event there. So we are walking... Are you headed in to, that direction. Are you trying to hold down your vomit right now? No. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking a lot and then like okay, okay, I wasn't it swallowing. Just sure. <laughs> making sure. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> you let me know if you need to do okay, that. <laughs> Everyone will know. <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, 
but we're like on our way and we're walking uh, towards Al's, but we didn't get very far. We got like across the street before they realized it. And so we're in five points in front of like Jim and Nick's and Surin mm-hmm. and everyone's just kind of stumbling in that direction. And then they find out it's closed and they're like, let's just go to Waffle House. It's right there. And so everyone turns around and then me and this guy are at the back and he just kind of pulls me to the side and like leans against the wall and we start (laughs) making out again. And then everyone else walks away and they walk around the corner and they're like waiting for us. (laughs) And then Claire was like, I kept like running back to like, Go look. And she was like, I would run over there and I'd go peek around the corner and see you guys making out and then run back and be like, they're still doing it. And then, like, she'd run back and she was like, they're still making out. And she goes, it was just so, it was like so beautiful. Like the moonlight was shining <laughs> and it was kind of sprinkling, <laughs> sprinkling a little bit. And like, he's leaned up against a wall and he's holding you. And then there's five homeless guys on the yeah. ground. <laughs> Just watching y'all <laughs> scattered around. Did anybody take pictures? For real? Why didn't you get like a video? <laughs> I asked my sister that too. She was like, "I was too drunk to think about it." Uh, Fifteen shots. <laughs> Fifteen shots. Yes, that's I meant what 15 I had. Drinks. Mm-hmm. Fifteen drinks. I think it was actually thirteen. Okay, in I'm total. Sorry. But, you know, might as well round up yeah. to mm-hmm. a nice five. Yeah. <laughs> nice five. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that that, that happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're still here with us. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got home safe. Yeah. You know, all yeah. things are good. Yeah. Um, really hated myself the next day because I felt like shit. Yeah. That was a, that was a really good story. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I don't know if I can top that. <laughs> Hey, I'm Caroline um, Taylor. I'm I'm not Catherine. <laughs> uh, a lot of people see me and think I am Catherine. They're but twins. There's, there's two of two of us. You have a button that says "Not Catherine." Uh, right? I do. I mm. have a a badge when I used to work at the coffee shop that said "Not Catherine" because uh, so many people would get the two of us confused. And the worst part of it is that most of the time I would pretend I was Catherine anyway. Yeah. Just not to it's just easier upset or embarrass that person. And then I'd call her text her real quick. And I'd be like, this girl has brown hair. She was really nice. She had pretty teeth and she like was really excited to see you and want you to call her. And Catherine would be like, do you have any more information on this person? And they're like, nope, but she's expecting you to call her. Great. And that happens all the time. Either, I mean, I'll be in public and I'll see somebody or somebody will see me think it's Catherine and um, like come up to me and get really excited to see me. And at that point, it's like a 50 50. Do I let this person be really embarrassed and say, I'm not Catherine. My name's Caroline. Or do I just go along with it? Like, hey, good to see you too. (laughs) So I used to be more of the latter. I used to just pretend, but now I'm like, hey, I know you think, that I'm Catherine, but I'm her twin sister, Caroline. And at that point, most people are like, <laughs> like yeah. that's not real. That's not real. <laughs> Catherine doesn't have a twin. Or yeah. like, they'll laugh really loud and be like, good joke. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I really am not Catherine. I'm not Catherine. Yeah, I'm not Catherine. And they get, they get embarrassed either way. They really yeah. do. 
Um, but a lot, and a lot of people, and this has happened our entire life. We'll get, we'll see one or the other of us and be like, Caroline is such a bitch. Every time I see her on campus, she oh, never no. waves at me or she pretends like she doesn't know me. And they don't understand that. Like, I don't know them because I don't know them. Yeah. And I'm not Catherine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a bitch. I just, you know, like, yeah. I just, and it's vice versa for Catherine, too. She'll do the same thing. Like, hey, I just ran into three of your friends that you used to work with, don't know their names, but they love you, they miss you, and they want to <laughs> hang out with you. Great. Like, Catherine, you're not helping me. Uh, at least you but, do it to each other. Yeah. But anyway, so, so I'm not Catherine. Um, <laughs> And I am a digital media specialist Mm -hmm. at Cayenne Creative. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love everyone I work with. It's it's an incredible place to be. Cool. What exactly is a digital media specialist? Uh, it it that houses a lot of different things. Different things. (laughs) Um. For the main part, what I do right now is after the creative process is done, so a client has had, you know, a total rebrand of their business or has um, a goal of advertising for this product or this service, um, and they've gone down the pipeline of making the creative for it, logos, banners, posters, ads, Um, I go from that point and... uh, place those ads on every digital front. So mm-hmm. um, those retargeting ads that you see, you're like, how the hell did they know <laughs> I was talking about cat food yesterday? You can get a cat food ad. Uh, that's me. Um, uh, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> Love that creepiness. Uh-huh. And um, so it's digital banner ads, Google ads, Google search, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Snapchat, and the list goes on and on. Anything wow. digital. Um, and then I'm learning a lot about uh, also placing traditional media. So billboards, magazines, mm-hmm. newspapers, um, things like that. So that's currently what I do. And then just the overarching strategy of what does that look like for a client? Um yeah. In one month, what does this look like for them in three months? How, where will this strategy take them in a year, five years? Um, and kind of trying to figure out the right strategy and formula that works best for what they're trying to sell or what they're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. How did, um, so you went to school for it. Yes. Yeah. How I did you know. kind of like be like, this is what I want to do. This is, this is the field that I want to go into. Cause I feel like it's kind of a, most people from what I feel are like, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to very specific. Not a lot of people are like, I'm going to go into digital marketing. And like, yeah, yeah. They don't even know really what that is until they get to college. Yeah. But so when I was growing up, I mean, sixth grade, I was going to be a journalist Mm. and I was a journalist. I wrote for the school newspaper from sixth grade until 12th grade, um, wrote for several magazines and newspapers around town and, um, was going to 
went to college for it. Mm-hmm. So I wrote for the Crimson White. I wrote at the same time for other newspapers and magazines <laughs> and online publications. Uh, wrote for a magazine called Trucker's News. Uh, All right. So I wrote about 18 wheelers and mm. got to talk to a lot of truckers at truck stops. <laughs> uh, Sounds exciting. <laughs> uh, Big Chrome was another magazine I wrote for. Uh, that's about just like really nice, like souped up trucks. Yeah. When I was working at that particular media agency with the Truckers News and all of the, like, the more really industry specific, I was learning a lot about, you know, being a journalist, I'd always wanted to be a journalist. Always, that's, you know, had never, ever even thought about doing anything mm. else. That was just, like, what I wanted to do. Um, and I kept on, you know, the CEO would walk by or one of uh, my friends, uh, fathers worked there, and he would walk by. And he was uh, pretty top level, so he was in a lot of, like, forecasting meetings about what was going on in the media industry, and he would walk by, and his wife was one of the um, one of the writers too, so she mm-hmm. she worked alongside me, and he would always be like, "Caroline, the future is digital," and 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 he would say it again, like every single time he passed my mm-hmm. desk, "Caroline, the future is digital." Mm-hmm. Just wow. remember this: the future's going digital, and this was in 2011, maybe. And so print wasn't dead yet. Right. But, and they were still, of course, the University of Alabama wasn't going to tell me print was dying because I was mm. paying money to mm. go to school to be a journalist. Right. So we, we were, I was starting to learn everything social. Like that was, in most of my classes, it was like, you know, how to write and, you know, how to write this way, that way. But then also how to write on these mediums. So how yeah. to write for a, a digital realm. But in 2011, like, I remember, I think I had Instagram, mm-hmm. but I didn't utilize yeah. it. I didn't yeah. know how to use it. Yeah. And it wasn't a thing. Like, Facebook was still kind of top mm-hmm. dog. And I definitely had magazine subscriptions in 2011. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Magazine, newspaper subscriptions. Um, in, in my mind, they wasn't going to go away. And yeah. that's just because I didn't want to believe that it right. yeah. was going away. And so, you know, every day, Caroline, future's digital, everything's going digital. Like, um, and in some ways it, I feel like it was, it ended up being a warning for that company in itself because they are completely digital now. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't think they really even focus very much on they still focus on uh, the trucking industry but it's all it's all everything that I do SEO SEM mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um for the trucking industry and it it grew from like around 50 people they have at least like 150 wow. people working there now so um i kept that in the back of my mind um i graduated in 2013 and decided that I was writing for Pace Magazine at the time and uh, just some other local newspapers in Tuscaloosa. And decided that I was going to move to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I wanted to be a political reporter on the Hill. 
that just sounds like a good time, you know? And so I got this nannying job uh, with this really prominent family in D.C. who lived, like, in the backyard of Georgetown, and Mm -hmm. the father was a doctor, and the mother was, you know, owned all these boutiques, and they had four really beautiful children, and um, I was just going to, you know, take care of these kids, and on the side start me making connections to, mm-hmm. to writing politically or, you know, hop on over to Langley and ask if they were hiring for the CIA. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, just, you know, just cash. What, whatever options. Yeah. Are you know, yeah. I was really open. Yeah. Um, and I, and so I, I do everything. So I, I meet this family on like an actual nanny website. So mm-hmm. they're vetted. I'm vetted. Um, I, you know, I talked to them several times, like, over FaceTime. Like, the, the house is beautiful. Like, they promised me that I get the entire basement of this huge house. Wow. I'll have a car when I get there, like, my own car. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is what my schedule will look like. This is what my duties are. This is how much you'll be paid per week. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yes. And the mistake... And I don't know which part of the the, the mistake. There's two mistakes in, <laughs> in this scenario. So I was like, hell yes, I want to do this. I'm moving to D.C. I've always wanted to, to live in D.C. Um, I've always wanted to be part of that community. Yeah. And um, so there were questions I should have asked this mom that I didn't ask. And there were things that she could have told me that she didn't tell me mm-hmm. or things that she alluded to that she didn't tell me the full story. Uh-huh. So I packed my bag. I'm moving to DC in one suitcase and literally everything that I'm wow. and, and there's no timeline on this either. I'm moving to DC to be a nanny and a journalist. There's no timeline on it. And I get there no butterflies, nothing. I hug Catherine. I hug my mom, my dad. No tears, nothing. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, cool, right? Yeah. yeah. I get there. No, no. I don't know anybody that lives in D.C. at the time either. So I'm like, I'll just go to coffee shops and meet friends. And <laughs> right. Like, in my mind, Perfect. it's all, it is all good. And How old were you? Uh, 22. Okay. 23. I had, that's debatable. Um, (laughs) And so I get there, the family picks me up. I get to the house. The house is beautiful. Uh, The the mom and dad are really nice. Um, The kids are rambunctious. They're crazy. There's three girls and a newborn. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I've been a babysitter my entire life. I love children. And so there's just like something about me being around children that I can't explain. I love it so much. Um, And I love like meeting them on their level and not trying to like be their mommy. Right. I like Mm -hmm. more so to try to be their friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so we all hit it off at the beginning and the mom was like, oh man, they really like you. Like they really, and I'm like, yeah. This is this is how I play with kids, you know. Like, yeah. I I like them, and so she's like, okay, well, let me show you downstairs to where you'll be staying. I breached the cusp of the nice part of their house <laughs> to a third layer of hell. 
What? The basement was completely unfinished. Oh, no. My room looked like something out of all seven of the Saw movies put together. What? Have there been seven Saw movies? I, don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. There have been now. <laughs> there's a bed with like a, a like a, you know, like a psychiatric ward bed oh, with gosh. like a metal bed frame. Oh. And there's like a, a dress a dresser that was pulled off of like the street mm-hmm. and there's uh, like you know my closet is ready it's got hangers in it like uh-huh. you can tell like she did try a little bit and so I'm like okay I can do this and like m- my heart starts pumping and I'm kind of like this is a mistake this is a mistake but I'm like <laughs> like and just like pushing it all down like trying to repress uh-huh. these feelings like it, it'll get better and so I unpack, I put posters up on the wall, like I try to as much to make it feel like home. I've got my pillow layout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We mm-hmm. got four pillow like <laughs> everything, <laughs> blankets, yeah. sound machine, like everything that I needed to go to sleep. And um I'm like, it's gonna be okay. I go back upstairs and the mom's like, Okay, I need you to make dinner. What? And then she just leaves. And I'm like Where's the refrigerator? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the stove? <laughs> what do your kids eat? Mm-hmm. Do they have any dietary restrictions? Were you just cooking for the kids or for the whole <laughs> family or and just for the kids? Like okay. she was like, I have to go make them dinner. So I was like, Okay, I got this. I got this. I can do this. So like I I get in in like everything in the fridge was like super paleo. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I know how to eat carrots and hummus, but like, how do you make a meal out yeah. of yeah. like a raw ass steak and Brussels sprouts? And how do you make four kids eat that? Like there weren't any dino, <laughs> dino nuggets. Yeah. There weren't any fish sticks. Like there wasn't a pizza. And so, I'm sitting there and I'm making dinner and I have kids hanging all over me and, you know, trying to still be cool babysitter and then also trying to like actually feed these kids. And this is all in the same day. And I'm sitting there and I'm, so I'm making dinner and all of a sudden this girl comes down the stairs, like this, uh, my age, maybe a little bit younger, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, and she starts talking and she's got a different accent. I'm like, Hey, who are you? And I promise, I've tried to repress this so much, I don't remember her name. Like, <laughs> And she's like, I'm... So-and-so. I, we'll, we'll call her... What is it, like a really Ukrainian Svetlana. name that's not... Yeah. <laughs> Yulia. We'll Yulia. call her... <laughs> we'll call her Helga. Okay. <laughs> Olga. 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 I, I Olga, and, uh, and I was like, oh, cool, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> Say, oh, I um, I'm the nanny, and I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm I'm the second nanny, and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I was just you know upstairs taking a break. It's gonna be me and you. What? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, there's there's two. I live upstairs. You live in the basement. It's going to take me and you both to take care of these four kids. N- had no idea. Yeah. Had no idea there was two Weird. nannies. So I'm like, okay, okay. 
you look you look like harmless will you she's like yes number one you're doing all of this wrong (laughs) and I'm like is there a right way and she's like there's a very right way and if you don't do it right like you're in trouble so she's just you're in trouble like so she's just like okay uh just step out of the way you can watch me this kid eats like this this kid eats like this this kid won't eat this and this kid's not allowed to eat this and so I start learning and I start watching and I'm still like, like there is so, <laughs> so much dread. And you know, when your entire body goes hot, yeah, it, it is like that, but it is like my entire being is just like on fire. Cause I just yeah. don't know what to do. I'm like on the brink of just like freaking out it, and first day in DC. Um, and so we get dinner made. She helps me put the kids down. Parents come home at, question mark I have no idea um and I stay up all night long Mm. I've called my mom I've called my sister I've called everyone and I'm just like I don't understand uh so the next day I wake up and I'm like hey do you mind if I take the car uh oh there's another nanny do you mind if I take my car v car Mm -hmm. to uh, target I gotta go get some stuff and she's like um well, you know, that's not really, that's not your car. And I was like, oh, you said that there was just like a car. And she was like, that's really uh, Olga's car. And you're going to have to ask Olga if you can take it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, What? And she's (laughs) like, and I was like, can you tell me like more about Olga? Like, what is my role here? Like what, you know, there's two nannies. Is Mm -hmm. she leaving? Is she not a good nanny? Like, why, why are you bringing on another one? And why didn't you tell me about this other nanny? She's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. You're just tag teaming. She'll have one day. You'll have the other day. And I'm like, okay, so is today my day? And she's like, no, it's Olga's day. And so I was like, okay, okay, can I have the car? (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> my body is like fight or flight, I'm flighting. Like yeah. I am getting the hell out of there. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, sh- Olga needs it for the kids." Mm. So um, I was like, "Okay." So and that day it snowed for the first time that winter, and okay. so I throw on clothes and I just start walking. And I walk to the nearest coffee shop that I can find, and I sit down and I have this like mental breakdown. Next to this actual, like, schizophrenic, paranoid woman with several different personalities. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, She introduced herself to me, like, six different times as six different people in six different accents. Wow. Um, So I come back home, and at this point, I'm in full panic mode. Mm -hmm. And um, I gave it another night, didn't sleep the entire night. And... And at this point, Olga comes down into the basement and she, I guess she could hear hear me crying. I don't know. (laughs) She comes down into the dungeon and she's like, uh, Caroline, I am here because like wherever she was from, like her, the equivalent to her being like getting her doctorate or being like a doctor or like something. Yeah. Something big is her being in the United States to be a nanny. She was like, I'm here because this is the best that I can be. Yeah. If that makes sense. You are smart. You're educated. Like, you're, like, 
you don't have, if you don't have to be here, you need to leave. Mm. And I was like, why, why do I need to leave? And she was like, she was like, basically in a nutshell that this family is really scary. And like this family has a lot of secrets. And if you don't have to be here, you do not need to be here. What? So I called my mom and I was like, mom, the other, there's another nanny. <laughs> She's telling me I got to go. She's telling me it's like a horror story. <laughs> I'm coming home. And my mom's like, you're at, you, no, you're not coming home. (laughs) Like, you're going to stick it out. You're going to do it. So I'm, I'm torn. I want to stay and I want to make connections and I want to give this family a chance. I want to do all these things. But at the same time, I have a nanny that came out of nowhere telling me to leave, that it's not basically saying that it's not safe there. Mm -hmm. I'm living in a dungeon I'm getting paid way, way not enough to live there <laughs> to do all of the things that I am now being required to do. And, um, and really just saw myself not really having an opportunity to pursue something else in the meantime of yeah. being a nanny. It was going to be a full-time job. Yeah. Um, because on the days that I wasn't taking care of the kids, I was in charge of all of the household cleaning. So it was like a nanny and a maid. Yeah. And wow. like a grocery errand runner all this stuff and so I very anxiously weighed my options and so this is it was it a mistake that I didn't ask enough questions in the first place to get there how are you supposed to know to even ask those questions like if you are found on a nanny website you would assume you'd be taking care of the kids you don't assume you're going to be doing household things. I guess if you're a live-in nanny, like that might be an assumption that you'll help out with stuff yeah. and like pick up after the kids and that type of thing. But I don't think that you should expect or to have to think about like, I should ask if I'll be doing the household chores and cleaning up everything while the second nanny yeah. <laughs> takes care of the kids on my day off. Like, yeah. That you, I think that you were very normal in your non asking of those questions <laughs> yeah. because who in the world would have expected yeah. another nanny to be there who lives upstairs and you live sure. downstairs? And my, my other mistake, like suppose of mistake, was thinking, like, would it have was that too good to be true? Like, uh-huh. was moving to DC to be a nanny and then also pursue, pursue a political journalism career slash CIA, whatever. Right. Um, (laughs) Like, was that too off the wall? You know, did, did I think through everything step by step, like realistically? Um, And then after the fact of all of the weird things that go, went down and yes, like I said, I've tried to repress this. So I'm not remembering like a lot of other funny, weird things that happened. But on the other end of that, is the is there the mistake that I should have stayed? Hmm. You know, like would my life be different if I would have stayed in DC and given it more than th- three to four days before yeah. I moved, got on a plane and moved back to Tuscaloosa? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what what would I could I have been doing differently? What would I have done differently? You know. I don't know that. and You'd probably be cleaning up bodies or something. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you made the right choice. Yeah. So (laughs) it it was a, is this, was the mistake at the forend or at the back end? Yeah. Yeah. Where was that mistake made? Um, But at the same time, I, I don't regret coming back at all. My mom and my sister met me back at the airport with so much grace, they didn't say anything. They were just like, hey, you want to go to Taco Casa? Like, <laughs> like they were just like, 
they weren't really like I told you so, but they were, they were also like, okay, I mean, we can't take this back. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can't. You can't, we can't take this back. We can't undo it. Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. That is um, quite a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could be in the CIA by now. Who knows? Have you ever checked in on the family? No. Like just digitally? I haven't. No. I haven't. Um, and I don't think they've checked in on me either. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Weirdly, I did a, a an address forward, you know, with like the postal service. Mm-hmm. So my um, mail would start getting forwarded there. And completely forgot that I did that because I was only in D.C. for three days. Right. And um, I went to the hospital for some stuff and was almost got arrested because I wasn't paying my hospital bills. Oh, God. Because the bills were going to the house in D.C. (laughs) five years later. Jeez. Finally, they made some connection and they, oh, I went back to the hospital uh, for a uh, for a different reason, and they were like, "You you cannot leave until you pay this much money." I'm like, "For what?" And they and they like pulled it up, and they're like, "Where's this address going to?" I have not been getting any e- no mails, no bills, nothing. And they're like, "Your address in D.C." And I had forgot, like I had you know, you forgot that I was you like, even moved I was like, there. "D.C. What the hell? <laughs> Why would it go to D.C.?" And they like pulled up the address, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> DC. <laughs> so yeah, um, that weird weekend trip when you moved there. <laughs> yeah, when I moved there. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I had never been before, so I actually didn't get to see any sights. Nothing. Oh, I just got to see so the inside yeah. of the house and the taxi back to the airport, mm-hmm. which sh- the the mom didn't pay for. Made me pay for. <laughs> and. Um, and so I'm going for one of my best friend's weddings. Uh, she's getting married in D.C. Uh, in a few months. So Fun. I'll be going back and to get an actual view. Yeah. You, are you going to swing by the house? Uh, no. No, you should. I'm not. Yeah, you, you should. should. Check in on Olga. Yeah. Oh, man. No. I'm so interested in that family. I just want to know, like, <laughs> why she Facebook warned you. Them. Yeah, I would totally do that. The warnings were enough. I mean, she did it. She came down several times and talked to me about it. And the warnings were weird enough for me to be like, okay, I I hear you. And it wasn't, I don't think it was in a way like she, I took, I I, I did try to like weigh it different ways. Like, what could she be jealous that there was another nanny coming on board? Was she upset that the family didn't think she was doing well enough? was so was that why she was trying to tell Mm -hmm. me to leave Mm -hmm. but it was very like a very honest humble like caroline if you do not need to be here you need to get out of this situation what did you did she allude to anything did you Uh, i think it was a lot of it was just uh family secrets like Hmm. The way, maybe that the way, and I kind of picked up on the dynamic of the mom and the dad, uh, and how that could have been a strange thing, um, and the way that the, the dad had very little interaction with the children, Hmm. The, the mom wouldn't really let him have very much. It was really oh, weird. Dive. So um, there, there was, there was something going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm assuming that 
the nanny was the secret keeper yeah. and the person to make the kids seem like their life was normal. Right. Hmm. Jeez. Weird. Yeah. So back to your question, how did I get into digital media? Yes. <laughs> I moved back and um, with remembering my uh, Jeff Mason saying the future is digital, future is digital. I was already writing for an online magazine and really got interested and had also always been interested in agencies, mm-hmm. so creative agencies, uh, just helping in in my world, helping small businesses succeed. Yeah. Because in my family, uh, my family and my relatives, everyone has been an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. opened up shops, restaurants, you know, their own. Catherine's a, f- her, a self-made photographer. Joanna's a self-made stylist. My mom's a self-made um, interior designer and florist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen a lot of creatives have a vision and not really have a structure to yeah. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of gift shops and businesses, restaurants do really well for a really long time and then fail. Um, so I unknowingly was already really good at marketing Mm -hmm. or not, I wouldn't say marketing, but seeing a problem and seeing how it was affecting the business and trying to turn that around. Um, And so I, in the same vein, started getting really into, as I got more into the design and the creative world, not me being a designer Mm -hmm. or an artist or anything, but being like being a facilitator Mm -hmm. for that and being a, you know, you know, I know, you know, mom, I know that this sounds like a great idea, but you've got to sit down and plan this out step by step, how you're going to do this or it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, like it, or you're not going to make, you're, you're not going to cut even with your money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you're going to run out of, flowers for this side of whatever you're decorating and you're in a, you know, it's going to hit you at the last minute and you're not going to know what to do. Like I need you guys to think I need, you know, I want to help you think through these beautiful ideas that you have. And so I started taking a class called co-starters by Rev Birmingham, Mm -hmm. which I loved. And it's basically a class that, helps you take a business idea that you have and give it legs. Um, and Catherine did it for her business and I wanted to do my own magazine, mm-hmm. which would have showcased creatives, their problems, solutions to that. And, um, just a lot of, you know, half design magazine, half encouragement magazine, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I get through this course and I realized that, number one, that wasn't going to be profitable because it's a magazine yeah. and print is sadly dying slash dead. Yeah. And uh, number two, that everything that I was doing was more on a business level mm-hmm. and more on a marketing standpoint and that I just really wanted to help people be successful. I wanted to help small businesses be successful and I really, really enjoyed helping communities thrive and seeing yeah you you do what you do well you know see that thrive see what you're doing I want to see that thrive and I want to to see you know 
the heartbeat of a community continue yeah. to, to go. Um, and so went back to grad school, mm-hmm. got my master's in marketing and digital uh, media strategy. Mm-hmm. And I worked for an agency when I got back, moved back to Birmingham. Uh, I freelanced for a little bit, and now I'm at Cayenne. Wow. So, yeah, it uh, was not the plan, but I'm glad I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah. What a road. Long, curvy road. Yeah. With lots of ups and downs. Yeah. But when I look back on it, it's all really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't change any of it. Yeah. Uh, so when I was in high school, believe it or not, I was a bad kid. <laughs> I was really bad. Um, I had a friend that facilitated this badness. Her name's right. Annie. I love Annie. And um, I had some other, like, merry pranksters to follow around with me. But I just did not take school seriously. Yeah. I, I did well in school. just didn't take it seriously. Um, I don't th- take authority very seriously. Mm-hmm. And so, like, y- you know, teacher. That could be a problem. Yeah. When you're a child. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so me and my friends are always in these prank wars. And uh, I would say one of the biggest mistakes that I've made was the first time I bought a porn magazine. Mm. Um, I was 17. <laughs> and this is the first and only time I've, okay. I've purchased a right. porn magazine. It's good to clarify. Um, and me and my friends were in the middle of this prank war. And I don't know how my friend got the idea of this, but we were going to, to get a porno magazine. We are going to rip out the gross parts and put it in people's gas flaps so that when <laughs> don't ask me don't ask me so that when they went to fill up their gas tanks they would open the flap and there'd be a big dong or <laughs> there or like a a vagina or uh, whatever uh-huh. it, you know like it we were and we were like yes this is an incredible idea mm-hmm. um and so here i am i'm 17 uh, my friend laura drives me up to the gas station where you got everything, any kind of paraphernalia, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, without an ID. It was one of those places. And um, I I walk in, and I walk up to the – and this – for some reason, this place kept their porn magazines behind the counter, um, like like cigarettes. And uh, so I walked up, and I was like – Hey, um, I would like to buy a a porn magazine. (laughs) And the guy's like, excuse me? And I'm like, I would like to buy one of your porn magazines. (laughs) And he was was like, I I don't understand. And I was like, one of the nude magazines in the back, can I I buy one? And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, which one do you want? And when I walked in, I was the only person in the gas station. Mm So I was like, I really don't care, just like any of them. And he starts, like, pulling them out, like, <laughs> one by one from behind the little, uh, like, cover, the, like, white covers. Yeah. And he's like, this one? 
And I was like, I don't care. And he's like, oh, what about this one? And I was like, I, I don't care. <laughs> that one's good, though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, okay. That one's good. Uh, and he's like, do you, do you have your ID? And I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't know I needed an ID to, to buy a porn magazine. Um, he was like, yeah, yeah, you need, I need to see your ID. Um, and I was like, I don't have my ID. I just don't have it. I don't have it with me. My friend's in the car waiting for me. I have like $10 and change to purchase this <laughs> And um, he's like, hold on, let me go get the manager. And so at this oh. time, there is a line that starts forming oh behind me. And is this, okay, real quick. So I get a mental picture. Is this just like a, like a typical gas station? And they just happen to have these magazines there, no, or is it like like a, a, a like a, a love stuff like just tons no, 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 of no, stuff? No, 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 no. This is a typical gas station, like more like of a rundown gas station. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it was like a quick stop. So probably the majority of the people behind you are purchasing a Coke and a Snickers and you're trying to buy or this like magazine. a six pack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, so, so the guy goes to the back and he is trying to get his manager to ask if, if I, if I can get this, this nudie mag without, an without ID. an ID. And so the manager comes back up and, is like um so he was like so you want to purchase this nasty magazine and he <laughs> starts talking really loud and i'm like yes <laughs> yes i really and like i can't turn back now yeah. like i have yeah, to get yeah, this magazine yeah. and i turn around and then like turn around to look and there's like seven people behind <laughs> me and i'm like and he's like, you're too young or i need i need to see your id and i was like i don't have my id and so i start like Begging this guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you really, really like, need it. Can I please have this magazine? And he's like, ID? And I'm like, can I, I'll go get my friend's ID. Like, yeah. please, please, please just give me this magazine so I can get out of here. And so finally, he's like, okay, okay, fine, whatever. And I looked down at it because I hadn't even looked at it yet. And mm -hmm. it was, Women over 40. <laughs> Please. Please give it to me. Please, Just sir. give it to me. Oh, my gosh. You will, and, you will make my day. Uh, and he's like, okay, that'll be like however much porn magazines cost. And so I ripped the... The, the baggie of change out of my pocket and I have to sit there and count it <laughs> out like what eight dollars for a nudie mag <laughs> count out nickels and pennies and quarters oh my to pay for this magazine so I pay for it he's like you want a bag and I'm like no <laughs> like I want to get out of here this process has lasted way too long so I grab the magazine and I like walk past at this point like 15 people mm -hmm. lines out the door <laughs> and we do our thing we go and th there was a you know a huge high school party someone's parents were out of town so we went and while everyone was inside drinking we put 
wee-wees and vaginas <laughs> in people's <laughs> gas tanks so that when they went to fill up their gas, they would have an, a wee-wee in their uh-huh. gas tank. Great. It was so funny at the yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> so I forget about it. Weekend goes on. About a week goes by. And I'm sitting in math class. And the math teacher... Um, the, my past math teacher was sick, and so the, there's a substitute teacher. And so we're sitting there, and he's introducing himself, and we're going around saying our names. And um, and I was like, hey, I'm Caroline, and, uh, you know, I'm in – I'm 17. I'm in – I'm a junior. And he's like, man, you look familiar. Mm. And I was like, what? And he's like, no, you look really familiar. And I was like, I've never seen you in my life. I have no idea who you are. I was Mm -hmm. like, explain the same thing from the beginning. I have a twin sister. Maybe you've seen my twin sister. Like, I have no idea who you are. And he's like, no, no, I I just can't put my finger on it. I'll get back to you. And he goes around the room. And then he, like, thinks for a little bit. He gives out the assignment. And then, like, from – I'm at the back of the room – and he's at the front by the chalkboard. And he's like, Caroline, I know where I've seen you. I saw you buying the porn magazine at <laughs> oh the Quick gosh. Stop <laughs> last week. And I was like, oh, my God. The entire <laughs> class is rolling laughing. Yeah. Because there's no – he, he puts no they, – they don't know the story. Yeah. They don't. They just know that little blonde-headed Caroline Taylor was caught buying a porno at the gas station. Oh yeah. my gosh! And I was like, "No, that wasn't me." And he was like, "No, I'm pretty sure it was you." And he was, <laughs> it was like, "My twin sister." <laughs> he was like, "No, no, it, it was it was you." And I was like, "No, no, it wasn't. You must be mistaken. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about." Well, he gets out his phone and shows me a picture of of myself at the counter pleading with the gas station attendants to let me purchase this nude magazine. Why wouldn't you? Lesson learned. We did so many things. We did so many bad things. But yeah, I would I would say that was a mistake. Yep. Yep. Anyway, I wish I, I, to this day, I did more fun stuff. Mm, yeah. It's not too late. Ma- maybe it's not. Your life's not over. Yeah. Maybe not uh, buy porn magazines, but, you know. Yeah. That would You're be old funny enough now. For well, sure. thanks for being on. Th- yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> this was great. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. Uh, no, I don't have any personal brand or anything. Okay. <laughs> Check out cool things to come. Yeah. True. All right. Bye. Bye. This is a mistake. I'm about to be banned from every bar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>